Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we are... Concluding chapter 9 today, chapter 9, Raja Vidya, Raja Guhya Yoga, Yoga of Royal Knowledge and Royal Secret. And obviously the question last time, what is this secret? Well, we have discussed many times, the secret is, where does my happiness lie? All my life I was seeking one thing and one thing alone, that is permanent happiness and permanent peace. I have tried everywhere, I have tried in getting knowledge, learning things in this world, I have tried in accomplishing things, achieving things, acquiring things in my relationships. But in the end, every happiness came with associated unhappiness all. As we have learned through our life that Anything which has a capacity to give me happiness, an equal amount of capacity to give me unhappiness. In our relationships, we know exactly closer you are, more chances of getting hurt. Even though we know what we are looking for and looking everywhere in our life, we can't find our happiness. So that's the secret. And whatever makes me find that will be the knowledge, which will be royal knowledge. So Brahmagnan is the secret. Unless you have the Brahmagnan, you will never find this permanent happiness. And Brahma Vidya is the Raja Vidya. And Swamiji explains that why it is called Raja Vidya. Raja Vidya is something which is available to all. The road which is available to everybody called Rajamarg. Anybody can pass through that road. Not restricted. It is the Raja Vidya because it is available to all. So the Brahma Vidya is the Raja Vidya because this knowledge is available to all. Brahma Gnan is the royal secret because everyone has a birthright to know that knowledge. And still none of us is capable of finding it easily. So Bhagavan said that that is the knowledge, that is the secret. I'm going to tell you which is Pavitram. It is the highest purifier. Once you wake up from your dream, the waking state is the highest purifier of your dream state. All your problems of the dream state go away. So we have started learning that Brahmagnan is the one secret I need to unlock and the key is the Brahmavidya. And therefore rest of the chapter is spent in describing what Brahman is. What is the nature of Brahman? And what my relationship is with Him? So we have elaborately seen that there is nothing in this world which is other than Brahman. In His manifest form, He becomes this Prakriti, this manifestation. Anything which I see is nothing but the manifestation of the same reality. 
from science point of view we have discussed the singularity at one time because of the big bang it is now a plurality and some day it will recede back into singularity again so the same entity which is pervading everywhere is the basis of this reality as we know and then what is my relationship you see it's a relationship less relation that all the qualities of brahman are in me because i am his manifestation i'm nothing but that this world is created by the creator out of his own self because there is no other material was available to him only available material to create this world was his own self because if you think that there is other material available then he obviously is not complete god so we have to come to the conclusion that his self and this universe and myself is one and the same but i just can't recognize it that is the avidya which we have to dispel so this knowledge will dispel that avidya bhagwan said and therefore it is rajavidya so we have learned the nature of the brahman that everything is because of brahman everything resides in brahman but brahman does not reside in in other words my limitations are not in brahman my ignorance is not part of brahman the creator with his power of maya he creates this universe so the maya pati he is the lord of maya lord of this illusion but i am under the spell of maya and therefore i am in a maya jal i am in the web of maya i can see it clearly what myself is this is the vidya which will takes me there would be the raja vidya that which dispels my ignorance about my own self when i start seeing my relationship clearly with him then i will be a dharmatma i'll be a righteous soul so bhagwan has talked about the why people can see it because of the moga asa moga actions vain hopes i'll find my happiness here i'll find my happiness there and that's where we are confused but the mahatma they single pointedly seek that happiness at the source of happiness which is the brahman which is the almighty lord which is my own self so what is my relationship with him he is as close to me as my own self but there is no special relationship he has with me because i am a dharmatma and others are not good people he say i am same to samoham sarvabhuteshu my relationship to them is same as my relationship to you him her my relationship to my children if they are my four children is exactly same but one is closer to me than other because he identifies with me more he writes to me more he calls me up more he comes to see me more i have more relationship with him one who never calls me never writes me never come to thanksgiving dinner i have less relationship with him but my relationship with him is exactly same tamoham sarvabhuteshu everything and every being is made up of me alone therefore relationship is exactly same just as my relationship with my left leg and right leg exactly same even though i rely on my left leg more because right leg is broken so bhagwan says samoham sarvabhuteshu in each one is the birth right to know this but because we are deluded therefore i don't recognize it 
just because i think that i have not done something right in my past that does not stop me from realizing this truth apiche su durachara su is a prefix to durachar supreme in durachar su durachar one who is the highest sinner even say he has right to realize me bhajate mam ananya bhag once he is single pointedly identifies with him sadhu eva samantavya samyak vyavasthito hi saha once he is rightfully resolved once he has completely realized what is the right way of living what is his swadharma then he say he should be considered sadhu so when you say this is krishna's missionary zeal to expand the tent to its infinity everybody is in it nobody is left out so once that person is rightly resolved we must consider him as a good person forget about what his past is all about and the next verse is why that is because kshipram bhavati dharmatma once you have a right resolve you very soon will become what you have resolved to become so it's all about your conviction about what is right and what is wrong what is the right action what is the wrong action what is the right way of living and what is the wrong way of living once you resolve this is the right way to live you will become that in no time bhagwan said saswat shantim nigachadi and you will achieve that eternal peace peace which i had been seeking all my life and i have blamed everybody other than me children are not behaving to my expectations wife is not the world is not society is not no no once you resolve rightfully where your shanti is you will in no time achieve it saswat shantim nigachati such a person will achieve that eternal peace in no time kaunteya pratijani hi namai bhaktah pranashyati now it is obviously a pet on arjuna's back because pandavas no time during their life they ever questioned their relationship with krishna or their faith in krishna so in our case also if i have complete faith in that supreme lord who is myself then my peace lies there when bhagwan say namai bhaktah pranasyati one who identifies with me will never be destroyed never be destroyed in a sense that he will never lose his peace again once i have decided where my peace is and rightfully pursuing that single pointedly bhagwan said he will never go back to getting unhappy again the next verse obviously has been difficult for people to translate and understand mamhi partha vipasitya e apishu papayonaya then he describes triyo vaishya tatha shudra tiyapi anti paramgati they also achieve my being who are they they are the people who are born in papayoni correct understanding can only be gained if we can define papayoni correctly with that for the problem is right because he actually enumerated given examples of class of people who are born in papayoni what is papiyan is very loosely translated as sinful birth well then you have to define sin what is sin sin we have defined as a negative impression on my mind 
which is damaging to my chances of getting peace. When my mind is agitated, no matter how gnani I am, I will not have peace. So we know that. That the mind, when it is agitated with any negative impression, there is no peace. Papa is the one which loots away my peace. So Papa Yoni is the environment which has the most chances of giving me the negative impression on my mind. It's the Papa Yoni. Environment is not something which I control. So if I am put up in that environment, it is not my fault. It is not something I have chosen. I happen to be in that environment. So in modern day, we call it disadvantaged class of people, minority. In India, Jains have fought very hard to be classified as minority. And they finally get the same status as Muslims and Christians who are considered minority in India. So it is not something they are saying, well, we are bad, just consider us. No, they say we are disadvantaged because we are not majority. So papioni is something which creates an environment which, which has more chances of putting negative impression on my mind. So Bhagavan said that people who have not that privilege of being in the pious and the best environment, and those people are Triya, Vaishya, Tathakshudra. In which society, in which time of the history you think that the women have the same rights as men, including 2016? We know they are always disadvantaged. So it is not their fault. It is the society's fault. If the society, the way it is designed, is not giving them equal opportunity. There is a movie coming up, The Birth of a Nation. It's about how, and I have not seen anything, I just saw a clip on one of those talk shows. They said that in the slavery days, a black child and white child will be playing together till the age of about 11. About 11 they will decide that only now the black child has reached highest of its, his or her development. So he doesn't need to be sent to school or, or do anything about it. He can now start working. And the white child will continue in his development of learning and going to school. So now is that something you consider a pap yoni because the child is born in that yoni or the society is not giving him an opportunity. Bhagavan said it is the society which has not given them the opportunity they deserve. Opportunity is rightfully theirs, which is their birthright. We are not giving them. He said even though you are born in that class of people who are disadvantaged, you have equal right to achieve the highest potential that you have. In those days and even today, there are classes which are disadvantaged. Triya, Vaishya, Tathak, Shudra. Women, by history, everybody can vouch for it that they never had the equal rights and they do not have an equal right today. Therefore, Hillary Clinton said, I'll make sure that they get the same pay as a man gets, they have got the equal opportunity. That shows that the society has not given them equal right. Then comes Vaishya and Shudra. In today's day, if you are Vaishya, you are in the highest class actually. You know. They are no more disadvantaged. They have grown out of that thing. 
But if you read all the Puranas, well, the Purana stories of whom? Only two classes, Brahmins and Kshatriya. There are no mentions about Vaishyas. And there is no lineage of Vaishyas shown in Puranas. Only lineage shown is Brahman and Kshatriya. They were the privileged class. Therefore, they consider they are the only ones who need education. Ekalavya was not given education because of Kshudra. Not because he was not capable. Just you are Kshudra, you are not supposed to know this thing. So these two were again were the disadvantaged class for getting any knowledge. These three were clearly be barred from learning Vedas or, or any books of knowledge. Gayatri Mantra, when we were growing up, he said the women are not supposed to know Gayatri Mantra. That's why when they give a Janoi, in his ear, just like there's some secret the Pandit is telling, and then he leaves his home to go to the Gurukur. So these classes were clearly disadvantaged in getting the right knowledge, Bhagavan said. And that's what he said, even they will come to me if they resolve correctly. When I took my leadership metro Rickman class in 2003, which is like a whole training for about a year or so, to become a leader in the society, the leadership metro Rickman, it's a franchise. So there is one exercise where they will line up all the classmates facing the instructor. The instructor will then give commands. If those who own their own house take one step forward. So those who are owning their house take one step forward. Those whose parents are college educated take another step forward. Then you say, if you have traveled outside United States, take one step forward. If your parents own your own business, take another step forward. So they will have about 12, 15 commands, and there are certain which if you are not, then you take one step backward. At the end of the exercise, you will see these people scattered all over the place. They were standing in one line. Because somebody has five steps forward, somebody four steps backwards, somebody is not moving at all. And then in the end, the instructor says, now look at yourselves. All of you came from a very diverse background, but today you're all standing in one line. You have equal opportunity to become leader in this community by your own self-efforts. You overcome all the obstacles you had. We had people in my class who grew up in projects and have really very difficult childhood. And now they are at a level that they can be the leaders in the society. And there were people who were highly privileged. Parents were CEOs and whatever. So Bhagavan said the self-efforts will equalize all of you in achieving what is rightfully yours even though you are born in disadvantaged class. Papion is something which has more chance for you to get spoiled and go in a wrong direction. If I grow up in an environment on the south side of Richmond, the most chances that I will have wrong habits or wrong directions in my life, then I grow up in a nice neighborhood where everything, everybody else is also giving the right advice and right environment. So it's all about the environment. Papion is all about the environment you are in, but you can also overcome your own environment. It's a very positive message. Not downgrading anybody, 
Krishna will never downgrade his own children. So all he's saying is there are times when you are not having the best of the environment. However, you shouldn't consider that to be an obstacle for you. With your own self-efforts, they also will achieve the supreme goal. They can achieve that highest goal. Just look at Barack Obama. Can you even think about a person with his background? Can you even achieve a corporate CEO level? The guy can become the leader of the free world. There's something within him. There was another question somebody asked on the TV the other day and said, you can say that somebody who has two presidents in his family and has billion, millions of dollars in a super PAC and one person who has no background just have a Twitter account with five million followers is who will be has more chance to become a president? Is the one has a Twitter account with five million followers. So the environment is something which you have to overcome yourself rather than blaming the environment itself. Environment is what it is. World is what it is. It is your right to overcome any difficulty that you see in finding your own happiness. The next verse is Kim Puna Brahmana Punya Bhakta Rajar Sayatata. Now in contrast to the people who are disadvantaged, there are people who are advantaged. Brahmana. We clearly know it was a privileged class. Even then, even when I was growing up, it was clearly a privileged class. Even though we were poor, but the society will respect you to the highest level. So you have a clear environment to give you all the necessary encouragement to achieve your highest. When I was a child and learning and chanting Bhagavad Gita, people will go back and compliment you, but he's a Brahmin son. You know, so it is quite natural. My mother or father had no background in Bhagavad Gita. My neighbor was Baniya, as they taught, but credit was going to my parents because they were Brahmins. The Bhagavan said that those who are in the right and you know, Brahmanas, Punya, holy people, who already have this pious mindset, Bhakta, devotees, Rajasayatata, and the royal Rishis. All these people are highly privileged to get this knowledge. Anityam asukam lokam imam prapya. You are in that highest class, highest privileged class, but you are suffering through anityam asukam lokam. You still have the impermanent sukha. I work very hard and get this accomplishment, makes me happy, but again I am back to pursuing happiness. Why are you not taking advantage of your background and bhajaswama? Why don't you seek the highest privilege that you have to know your own self? So it's actually Bhagwan's frustration about the people who have the privilege to know this knowledge and achieve it. You say, why are you not achieving it? We understand that the women, Vaishan, Shudra, they are disadvantaged. They have equal right. They can also achieve it. But you are a privileged one. Why are you not doing it? With all your education, with all your background. So it basically bhajas please find your own way to find your own happiness. And the last verse is now gives his prescription. Now that you have figured out 
that it's not an excuse that you are in this class or that class, that you have a more chance or less chance. Do not give me that excuse because I'm working so hard. I have no time to do that. He said, no, no. He said, because I'm retired, I have no time to do that. Both have equal chance, no excuse whatsoever. I can't say because of this I'm not achieving it. Also, I cannot say that, oh, I don't have time to do it. Man mana bhava. Make your mind identified with me. That's all you have to do. Continue doing what you are doing in the environment you are in. But make your mind focused on me. Mad bhaktaha. We have analyzed this so many times. Bhakta is the one who is identified. Bhakta doesn't mean that he doesn't do anything but do puja and arati. One who has identified with me is my bhakta. Madhya aji, one who sacrifices to me. In other words, everything I do, sacrifice is my efforts. When I put my efforts, it's my sacrifice. I give my time, my money, everything I do, I should be doing it to get what? Ultimate happiness. Not for a little gain here and there. I shouldn't be happy with the small gains which I get. My goal should be, all my efforts should be to get complete happiness. Mam Namaskaro, take refuge in me, surrender to me. That is where my happiness lies, that's a surrender to him. Mam Eva Eshyashi, Yukta Evam Atmanam Matparayanaha. Such a person shall come to me, having thus united yourself to me. Taking me as the supreme goal, you shall come to me. So basically he said that, this peace which you are seeking is rightfully yours. You really have no excuse to say that because of this situation I can achieve it. It is your self-efforts which will get you where you want to be. And all you have to do is focus completely on one goal and one goal alone. I want to have that complete peace and happiness is the goal of my life. And that's where we will stop. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschid Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihiyo Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihiyo